Thank you for listening to the program. I've been reading and I guess captivated by the last letter that Paul wrote, and of course that's Second Timothy, uh, called that. It's the second letter that he wrote to Timothy, and you look at it, and and the first thing that that I noticed that it's not supposed to be missed is it's so personal. It's it's a a, a goodbye letter, and Timothy, my dearly beloved son, and he. He looked at him as a son in Christ, and and he left Timothy at Ephesus. In fact, that's what he's talking about here in just the next statement, well, or two in verse four. Greatly desiring to see you, I really want to see you because I remember the tears you shed, and I'm sure Paul did as well. That I may be filled with joy if I could just see you, and. Paul, uh, Timothy, I don't know. Maybe they got mail every day. I, I kind of don't know, but I kind of doubt it. And so when they did get mail, it was a pretty big thing. And Timothy sitting there one day, you could see that. And a letter from who? Paul. And I think he would have known at that point because Paul freely taught and said, I live in fear of death every day. Not fear, I'm sorry, but in in that that could happen to me and he learned not to fear any situation he said hunger not or water they're gonna so he wasn't afraid that they were going to execute him tomorrow the sadness you see is that he's probably not gonna see timothy before he dies because he said do your best do be diligent that means be very quick to come to me shortly like before winter, so uh, I don't know. It was, you get the idea, and history there again doesn't record whether he ever saw Paul or talked to him again, but as it were, that's what we're left with here is no. Uh, and so he, it like the reading the last chapter of a book, this is just a letter, but still, Paul, it would have taken some time with the ink and pen uh, that the, the, how they did that with the scroll, the parchment, to write all these words down. But to read it, uh, it didn't take very long. It doesn't take much longer. It takes to drink a couple of cups of coffee if you just read through it. And you don't have to stop. And But according to your knowledge, read slow enough to read it. But, But Timothy, can you imagine when he got it, opening the letter i think he may have known and looked in the end it wouldn't be too hard to read at the end do your best to come see me real quick before winter because my time is at hand i've finished my course and uh, my time to die is at hand timothy so i think before timothy read got through reading he'd be saying to his assistant get get the stuff together uh, because he would leave, and I, I wanted to look at, but it's so personal. But Paul said about his letters, make sure they're read to the churches. 
at least one of them, and or so, and that would have been a present. It's it's here. It's scripture. It's been read by hundreds of millions of people, but written to Timothy, a very personal letter saying goodbye to him. And I really want to see you. I really would be, I would so much enjoy that. And he said, because I call to remembrance the unfeigned, it's just a word means uh, without partiality, true, genuine, faith, the partiality there would be human faith mixed in. Well, this is what I think God will. Well, I don't know. But it, you, there again, well, how do you know what God wants? Well, there's quite a few things in here that he says that are taught in Scripture, if you believe in inspiration, that covers it in, in really, I think everything really does. And if not, you have the Spirit of Christ in you and it will work. That's never the problem, even though I thought it was for 30 plus years wasn't my fault, but it was. It was my fault. And with Paul and Timothy, they Paul knew it wasn't his fault, but he had to leave Timothy there. He didn't have to, but he did. And Timothy maybe didn't have to stay, but he, he did, because both of them were operating out of respect to God and for God, for Christ, for the truth that Paul was teaching. And Paul suffered for that teaching. And he told Timothy on into the letter here, uh, those that are my enemies don't want to hear this, and they won't. But you fully know my teaching, and it's about love. And in 1 Corinthians 13, uh, if, if that's read properly, that's what, I mean, at, with, at all, it says, Paul says, if you don't have love, and the love he describes is the, the love of Christ, and it can be done. You can have that, not without fail then for the rest of your life and live and never fall. Of course not. That's what Paul's saying. I'm not perfected in that that I, I could fall. But he never quit getting up. He never quit fighting that fight. That's why he said to Timothy, I fought the good fight. I finished my course. I f that's the same thing. And, yeah, the Lord used him as an apostle and told him to go here and there. I understand that. But but Timothy's going the same course. That's why he says over here to him, be strong in the grace that's in Christ, because that's the message that Paul preached, and that's what he charges Timothy here. I charge you before God and Christ to preach the word, that word, not just the evangelistic message. Uh, it, that's if you look at the context of it, that's what he's telling him. Uh, continue in these things that you've learned and that you know, and then teach them. And he left him in. You can read there where he said to him, "I left you in Ephesus because to keep them from getting off that subject, because all of a sudden they'll be studying everything but the fact that if we don't have love, we have no profit." We have to be in fellowship with him, and that's no darkness. It's a clear, hard teaching, but it still is what the Lord said. And Paul said, he appeared to me, actually, and taught this to me. I didn't learn this from anybody or myself or whatever. He taught it to me, and, and woe unto me if I don't teach it. And it's so simple, it hurts. It really does, and it, because it means the death of self in the way that you have the right to be unforgiving. And you still are yourself 
and it's hard to explain until he woke me up not all that long ago. Like I said, I'd blinded myself to it, and I just didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, but but it's what you give up. You you give up the old nature. You want to. When you hate yourself, <laughs> that's what the Lord means, not the person he is in you. Of course not. But when you hate the old nature and and, and just at all to be out of order, and we all know what that is, and uh, but he's he's saying to, to Timothy, because of the faith you're you you ha- you're like-minded. He said that about Timothy and and Epaphroditus and a couple others. Uh, only a few are like-minded with me that I know they know exactly how I feel and and I know how they and it's about this idea, not who Christ is. Uh, if you're a believer, you know who he is. You have to. But then, what do you do to please him? Paul was basically say nothing if you love him with all your heart and you'll know that by whether or not you love other believers that he lives in you see it that way then you have his love then the good works will come from that believe me they will uh that that why wouldn't they what but you could force the good works as it were and even believe that I was talking to somebody about that, even like, and that's what Paul says here. Maybe I try to say that before time's up here, kind of, but it's kind of a tedious thing. But you'd understand. Uh, he said, "I thank God," in verse three of this first uh, opening to Timothy, to Timothy, my beloved son, and I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers, with pure conscience. That without ceasing, I have I remember you in my prayers night and day. I think he means every time I pray, I remember you, Timothy. I do, and obviously would pray for him, but uh, and and others. He prayed for all uh, the people he knew, but he was telling Timothy, I think he means you're in there, uh, that that because you mean that so much to me. It's like a a son to me. But I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers, and you look in Acts uh, 23 where he was called in question uh, there uh, uh, about who he was, what he believed, and all that. But he said, I have lived before God in pure conscience unto this day. And they struck him on the mouth because he said that. And uh, you could read that, but it was, wasn't was funny, I guess. But he said, you know, that's contrary to the law to smite me. I'm not convicted yet. So who are you to tell me? And then they said, well, that's the high priest. And Paul said, I didn't realize it was a high priest because you're really not supposed to say that to him anyway. But that's the pure conscience. That's what I mean. Paul, even killing Christians, he sincerely was zealous for God. He sincerely looked at them as heretics and enemies of God and needing to be put out. He, he, I, I think that. Or else you wouldn't have pure conscience. So, well, does that make it good? No. What he did? Of course not. But in five seconds, the Lord said, this is who I am. Now, get up and go wait, and I'll tell you what to do. In just no time is what I'm saying. He then still had that pure conscience towards the Lord, just as strong as he was against him. He, so he had a heart for God. He just didn't know it. But I will. Anyway, that without ceasing, I remember. So he's telling Timothy, you know me. 
You know I have a pure conscience. I wouldn't have any guile at all to you talking. I don't. I don't do that. And and I, I tell you the truth. Like he said another place, if it were possible, I was a curse from Christ to save all, everyone or the Jews. Or what? Yeah, I would. And God is my witness, he said. So that's that's pretty heavy to say that. Uh, but he did. And he's saying here, as much as I serve God and fear him and with a pure conscience, even when I was against him, I was zealous. And now I'm zealous for Christ. Totally unlike any, all of them put together almost. And so without ceasing, I remember you in every prayer. And so Timothy's starting out reading this. And I'm pretty sure he would have looked at the end and said, this is what I thought. This is the last letter. And it wouldn't take him more. It doesn't take more than 10 minutes, 15 minutes to read it. Not, you know, even kind of slow like. So anyway, um, he's telling him, I love you. And, and you know me. And you're called to be a preacher. And I left you there to do that. So now I'm going to be gone. So it's going to be pretty hard for you, real hard for you, because it's going to be stepped up. You'll be on, you'll, you, you know, they'll, you'll be next. You'll, I won't be here. And, and you know how you were treated in Ephesus, being young and all that. Now, don't let that get to you. You preach the word in season or out of season, whether they want to hear it or not. And, and the time will come they won't. They won't hear it in your lifetime because Timothy, I don't know, in his 30s, I guess, but he sure wasn't at the end of his life. But watching all these things and endure affliction. And I forgot to say, be quick to show yourself approved unto God. That's an unfortunate translation study because it means don't argue with them. Don't strive to no profit. That's right there where he's talking about that. But shun profane and vain babblings because it'll just it'll just cause trouble. And don't even argue. Don't debate them like that. Be quick to show. That's what the word study means. Diligent. Same word. Peter said, be diligent that you have these things, the love abounding in you. But anyway, but be quick to show yourself approved unto God. You don't need to be ashamed. Uh, and you are preaching the truth. But don't get into an argument because I've had it happen. And then all of a sudden, like Paul said, I will be humbled. That means humiliated. I will be, I will, I'll get beside, I will be over, it'll be kind of over the top and, and I'll be humbled and have to be forgiven, that kind of thing. So he's telling Timothy, you know, be quick to, they'll come after you. And, and, and so Timothy, I think by the time he gets to the end of the letter, he, or he's already realized, <clears throat> you know, Paul is, I, I'm not going to see him again. Like he told the people at the river, they wept sorely, grieving. Uh, I w you won't see my face again. <clears throat> and um, it would be like he was so, like the Lord would say, they'd say if he says something, it, it, it'll be that way. And we're not going to see him again. Well, he might come by. No, no, they knew. And so here, I think Timothy, he may have seen him again. I don't know. We don't know. But as it were, it doesn't seem like it. But that's why Paul's writing this letter, I think, to him telling him you stay with it and you take my place i charge you before god who will judge the living and dead he'll judge you for this timothy i charge you this isn't just a suggestion you before god and before all the churches now you preach the word that you know my doctrine that's what he means not just salvation 
He means sanctify. To the believers, that's what he's talking about. Because the time will come they won't endure sound doctrine. That's not uh, lost people. Well, the time will come. It's not that. It's, it's, it's obviously believers. And, and so, Timothy, it, it would be in a way, Paul, he would say, I know he's joyful because he wrote to the Corinthians, you know, up to me, I'd just soon be with Christ, really, probably rather. But he wants me to be here, so I want to be here. And so to Timothy, Timothy knew that. He had told Timothy. They knew Paul. They knew how it was. But he had a love that wouldn't quit. That's why he told them, I do all the signs of an apostle. They wanted to question him, are you really an apostle? Well, yeah. He said, I do all the signs, miracles, all that, speak in tongues. Yeah. And I have love. So I think that means the apostles, as it were, had not that everybody didn't have the gift of love because he lived in people, born again, yeah. But they were given like maybe a, a, a more of a measure of the Spirit to profit from. The more given, the more required. But Paul said outright, he said, the love I have for you, that should be enough to show you I'm truly called to be an apostle. But anyway, he's telling Timothy, you take my place and it'll be rough and uh, for you. But I've finished. I, I finally have finished. I'm, I, I can't start, you know, I didn't set my own execution. It could have been 20 more years. I would have been okay. But for a couple of years, he was under arrest there, but allowed to talk to people. And But he wrote one last thing. He got the word, you're going to be, executed uh like what a week or what two weeks i don't know how much notice they gave you wouldn't think much i don't know but anyway uh somebody get me a parchment real quick and a pen I, i've got to write a letter right now and a, a lamp so I, I i've got to write this letter to timothy and timothy gets it and reads it and this really happened to them and yeah it's scripture and hundreds of millions of people have read this personal letter from Paul to Timothy. And you look at it as to how it was from Paul to Timothy. He says, Paul, an apostle of Christ by the will of God. Uh, well, that's like he knew everyone would read this letter. And he wanted it to be, even in his day it was read. Timothy didn't just keep it to himself. The, and it, But... To Timothy, Timothy, this is to you, but it's to everybody. So what is the message he's saying to Timothy? Be strong in the grace that's in Christ. And what you know I teach is it's all about love in your heart. That's what's profitable. And don't be taken in by anything else and, and even don't even argue with them about why that's true. You just be quick to show that you don't need to be ashamed because you know the truth. And I left you there, and he talks about laying hands on him. That's what I, he did because Timothy was young. But he left him there, and everybody, you're leaving him in charge? Yeah. And he put his hands on him, and he is in my place. So Timothy would say, wow, you know, a couple of years, just getting used to that. But now uh, it seems like he's not going to be here. And this is the last words of, of the Apostle Paul. Come to me as quick as you can. And But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that the preaching can be heard and known. 
and I was delivered, and he'll deliver you from every evil work and will preserve me or both of us into the heavenly kingdom. But do your best to come to me before winter and be real quick about leaving real quick if you could because I would not do nothing bring me any more joy than to be able to see you right before I die. It's really something. And yet it's scripture. What do we hear that Paul's saying to Timothy? Are we a strong soldier? Are we a strong believer? Do we strive to please him and understand what the message really is that Paul gave? You know my doctrine. It's love. There's no question about it. And the Lord said the same thing. But it's so easily put aside and turned away from. That's what Paul's saying. That he appeared to me and I really understood. That's why he was so, he called it rude in speech, simple in speech. And that, that's all I have to say. <laughs> Is him and him crucified and the power and him living in you. That's what you, you're complete in him. You that's all you need to do is get rid of what's not right with him in your heart about unforgiveness. And then you've done what you can do. And it's not bringing something to him. He says, in fact, you know what he says. And, uh, you know, the if you come to me and your heart's not right, uh, you have to get that right. Then come to me. But I do appreciate you listening to the program. And I guess Second Timothy makes me think if I were him. Do I hear that then from Paul? Therefore, be strong in Christ. Endure hardness. No man that warfares or is in war in that struggle that I have finished and never quit doing and never gave up and kept getting up. No man entangles himself with the, the, the affairs of this life. Well, it doesn't mean you don't live life. You don't get entwined with them. That's what it means, and braided with them. Become one with them and make it. That's the time will come they want to endure, but they'll get a teacher. Well, they say something different about that. They say good works matter no matter what. Well, I don't know. I'm not trying to be too ugly, but not really. <clears throat> and uh, that's what Paul had to say. And it it uh, it's just something. But But the thing is, Timothy would say, I know all that. I've just gotten the last letter from my best friend. It's going to be quite a long time before I see him again. That's a sad thing. But that's what you're reading here. But it's so much more than that. Not that he's challenged, charging us to preach. You know what I mean. But, but all the things he says to Timothy about all of it is... It's to us today or it wouldn't be here to read. Thank you for listening to the program.